and welcome to Logan Sounds Off, where I talk about books, music and a whole lot more. I'm your host, Logan Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Logan Sounds Off. Today I am doing an episode on an album that that I've been meaning to do a review on for a long time. That's out of this world. It's it's a very good album. And um, people may know Beastie Boys for uh, "Fight for Your Right" off um, their first album, "Licensed to um, Ill," and then you've also got "Ill Communication" and stuff. Um, which uh, at one point I thought was three communication a couple of years ago, before I really started getting into Beastie Boys. But Beastie Boys were seen as a hip-hop band and a rap band, which is completely untrue. I believe they were kind of alternative hip-hop, hip-hop rock, nearly. So I'm going to start from the start and then uh, work our way up to Check Your Head, which um, is a brilliant album. And it was released, and it was it was one of their first couple of al- albums. It was definitely it's definitely one of their best. It was released 1992 by Capitol Records, um, and I I have it on tape, um, and I've played this tape, uh, so much. Um, this particular tape was made in Holland or the Netherlands, um, but anyways, Capitol did this album. And it was released in 1992. So we know that. And it's Check Your Head by Beastie Boys. So I want to start with Beastie Boys. Um, so if you're into Beastie Boys, you'll know that there's a Beastie Boys book now out. Which also has a Beastie Boys album. Which is, I think the book's called The Beastie Boys Story. Um, I haven't read it myself. But I think it's out now. Um, I believe it's, I think it was released 2020. I believe so. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, let me know on social media if you've read it or if you know anything about it and if it's appropriate because I would love to read it and learn more about the Beastie Boys. But I do know the Beastie Boys weren't, or Beastie Boys weren't originally a hip hop band. They were actually punk. Um, and they were, they, there's actually a punk song on this which I'll come to when I'm doing, um, talking about this album. But they were originally a punk band and you can definitely hear the infused kind of punk throughout this album which i think it's it's very interesting to hear punk in a hip-hop album now for those who are into hip-hop beastie boys will be a big part of a lot of people's lives i know they're a big part of mine and they feature in a lot of different tv shows but um when people think about hip-hop they think about um lil nas x 50 cent snoop dogg that kind of thing um, which, me myself, I'm not a big hip-hop fan. That's why I like Beastie Boys, because I wouldn't classify Beastie Boys as hip-hop. There isn't really a genre that Beastie Boys falls into perfectly um, without tripping up. That it just it kind of flops in. There's no real genres that it kind of just falls in and stands there. Um, but this, this, I like the album cover on this album. Um, and I think that 
that it's a very hip hop album cover. Now the tape cover is a lot different too. Well, not that much different, but quite different in ways to the original one. But basically it's the same picture, except it doesn't have the title on it. It's just more in the tape size. But no, it's it's a really, really nice sleeve that I've actually got on this tape. Um, so I'll put pictures in the description um, about this if you're listening on YouTube. Um, or watching on YouTube, I should say. But no, this, this is a really, really nice album. And I like it simply because there's not that much bad language in it. And I like that because I feel like a lot of hip-hop nowadays has a lot of bad language. And I really, really don't like that. Now, this is actually a very long album. Um, it has 20 songs on it. And there's a lot of work put into this. Sorry, I said there was Capitol Records that did this. But also there was Grand uh, Royal and uh, Brooklyn Dust Music. And I think there's a genre called Dust Music. And I would kind of push Beastie Boys under, under it. Kind of, Dust Music is, in my head, I would put Dust Music as kind of dirty dusty it sounds kind of dusty like Fu Manchu and stuff but I was would I always would have thought about it as dust music um but anyways I'm gonna start with kind of I'm not going to go through the whole album because there's a lot of 30 second songs and um kind of clips from tv shows now that doesn't make it a like bad album that's just samples but it isn't um they're not all full songs which I don't mind they all run into each other perfectly though so I'm going to start with Jimmy James. Um, at the start of it, you hear um, you hear a voice saying, this next one is a new song and our new album. Um, and I think I actually think that's very, very cool. Um, who said that actually was um, Ad-Rock, I think. Ad-Rock said that at the start. Um, and it was, it was quite interesting because... I always had this kind of uh, paradox in my head going, well, if this, this is the new song, then how is it played live? Because the album wasn't released yet. Yes. Because there was no single for that song. So I had a bit of a paradox there for a bit, which was very funny. Um, so the next song then is Funky Boss, which I, I kind of like the drums on this one. So um, um, uh Mike D was on the drums, and then MCA was on the bass on this, and um, MCA is on a song, well, he's on all the songs, but he, he's especially good on a song called Gratitude, and I really like Gratitude, and also So What You Want, um, that's that's a very intense song, but probably one of the best on this album, so you got Funky Boss then, which has some kind of rapping, mild, kind of some language in that, but it's very good. Then you got Pass the Mic, which follows on greatly from that. And then you've got Gratitude, which is very kind of really dirt, dust kind of music. Very heavy and gritty. The guitar and the bass in this was very gritty. And um, Ad Rock was giving it loads during this song. So I really, I really, really like that, actually. Um, and then, then you've also got um, Lighten Up, which is kind of more... Uh, just kind of one of those 30 second songs to bring you on to finger licking good uh, which is a bit of a weird song that consists of a lot of samples that are weird it's, it's a good song but like it's not as good as some other songs on the album um but, it, but it's good it's good like this album every single song on this is good but there is a top tier on this album 
But then you got uh, So What You Want, which is, if you ever see the video of that, it's proper kind of, you know, uh, gritty, fisheye official video kind of thing. Which, is, it's really, really cool, actually. It's really, really cool. Um, it's odd, though. It's it's very, very odd, the song. But I, I like it a lot. It's very nice. It's, it's, very, it's a very nicely made song. Um, and I think that that's, that's how an album should be made. Nicely that somebody can go, it's heavy, but I still find it nice to listen to. Now, this isn't something that you listen to before bed. I don't mean nice in that way. I mean that it's nicely done. <laughs> um, this is It's more hardcore kind of music. But then you've got, after that, The Biz versus, versus The Nudge, The Nudge. That's, that's, I mean, that's just a guy going, The Beastie Boys, for about 30 seconds. But he says some other lyrics that are kind of, they're audible, you can hear them, but they're just like, you, you can't really understand it. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, and then you go on to Time for Living, and that is a punk song. That is a punk song. Um, really, really um, hardcore kind of punk, that is. And then, as well, that you've got that follows on from that is Something's Got to Give, which is kind of like nearly the same song. But Time for Living is a very kind of fast song. It's a very fast-paced song. Like, it's, it's not... How do I say it? It's... it's it's not really heavy punk, as in like Egg Radar Mojo by the BC Boys. Um, if you want to stay on Earth, don't listen to Jerry Seinfeld introducing Egg Radar Mojo. Well, it sounds like Jerry Seinfeld at the start, actually. It sounds very, very similar. <laughs> so I kind of had a bit of a laugh at that. But anyways, then you go on to side B. So yeah, there's now there's a side B. Uh, you got the Blue Nun and Stand Together. Which are kind of the same song. I like Stand Together. I like it. Again, not top tier, but still very, very good. I really like that um, this song. It's It's got... The BC Boys have this kind of aura around them. That they don't mess, but they're not serious either. That they're very intense about their music. And they will take a stand on something that's not right. But they're still not fully hardcore musicians like Rage Against the Machine or somebody who would talk about politics all the time and uh, Prophets of Rage and stuff which can comment a lot about the government um, and comment on racism that goes around in our world but that's that's a whole different type of music that I usually don't like getting into the music's good but I just don't like getting into the meanings because it can be a big rabbit hole but next is POW and um, this is, it's, it's a cool name. I like the word POW. And I like uh, the next song, The Maestro. I like the name. There's three songs that have great names in this that are in a row. POW, The Maestro, and Groove Homes. Which which all run into each other perfectly. And I really, I really, really like those songs. But then you get on to the last kind of three, four, five songs that are just... They're weird. It gets pretty weird at the end. It does. I'm not going to lie. You got live with PJ, and um, sorry, live at PJ's, and it's kind of like, nearly like a bar. It's like a pub or a bar, or somewhere where they were playing 
I don't know was it recorded that it was actually they were playing in a bar, but it or it was a sample, but it's called Live at PJs, and that's a very good. It's percussive that song actually, and Beastie Boys are very percussive. A lot of people think of Beastie Boys as they have the three keyboards, they have a guitar that they mess about with, and a great drummer. No, Beastie Boys have an amazing guitarist and and uh, and an amazing singer. They all sing, but Arok um. He's a very good singer in a lot of the songs. So you've got then the guitarist, then you've got the drummer, and then you've got the keyboardist, or um, you've got MCA, MCA on the beat, bass, sorry, um, MCA on the bass, and Mike D on the drums. And they put all these samples into their songs. And I, th I think there's a keyboardist, there's a keyboardist that works with some of the songs but um yeah, the D six clav, the organ, the wertilizer, and plus he's a master carpenter in this whole album, is Mark Ramos Nishita, and he is not given enough enough credit. And then percussion and the Arturo, the Oliva, and the Bata and the Shakari, um and there's so 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 many more, um, so so many more stuff, um on this that is just amazing which was uh, mario caldato jr so there's there's a lot of people who worked on this album and there's a lot of good people who worked on this album um and this was uh, produced by bc boys and mario so that's quite interesting but no then you've got the other songs which is uh mark on the bus which is just about a guy on a bus it's literally a minute and a half just a guy singing on a bus Plain as hell, <laughs> it's, it's a very kind of dull song. <laughs> and then you've got Professor Booty, which um, I'm not going to get into. It's not rude, like, or anything. It's, um, they use the term booty as pirate treasure. Um, I'm just going to say about that song. And then in Threes and Namaste, finish off the album perfectly. So now you can see that I, I, go, I, I, I go and listen to this a lot. I listen to this a lot. Um, I as I've said, I have this on tape, so it's very easy. Just fling it in, um, and the sound on this, it's just lovely. If you hear to put stuff in, <laughs> it's it's lovely and old, so you can still hear all those creaks and those little clicks and clatters and stuff with the tape. But I really like it. It was originally my dad's. But anyways, the star rating. What everyone's been looking forward to i'm gonna give this album a strong five stars i mean i love beastie boys i love some of their stuff some of their stuff is a bit weird um but most of it's very very good um again alternative hip-hop i really really like it so yeah i'm gonna give this a strong five stars for the amazing percussion incredible dusty guitars kind of sound and um, all that i just I really like it, so that's why I'm going to rate this a strong five stars. So if you'd like to hear more album reviews that I'd like to do, please like and subscribe because um, if you're on YouTube, and please follow my podcast and add your podcast to um, your episode list on Spotify. Um, because I do these a lot of the time. I do every, I'd say every Sunday when I can, I do an album review and I do book reviews as well. And interviews with some very interesting people. Um, and you can find me on social media at Logan Sounds Off. 
Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Logan Sons Off. And I hope you will tune in to listen to the next one. Goodbye, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Logan Sounds Off. You can follow me on X, Facebook and Instagram at Logan Sounds Off. And don't forget to subscribe and not miss any more cool episodes. Bye, guys.